Hello, hello. Welcome to Always Never Write, a podcast for Gen Xers who've gotten to middle-ish age and are wondering what the fuck happened. I'm Jillian Farrell. And I'm Gina Biggs. And welcome to a new episode of Always Never Write. Yay! Um, Today, we're going to talk about taking care of yourself. Self-care. Self-love, but not that kind of self-love. Yes. (laughs) I mean, that's important, too. And we can talk about that maybe sometime, but not this time. Yeah, we're talking about the Parks and Rec treat yourself (laughs) self-love. Yeah, that kind of self-love. Let's just talk about our cocktails. Yeah, let's do. What are we drinking tonight? Well, if you've been tuning in on the regular, you know that we've been trying out a different alcohol each month, partially to cut down on our bar bill. Uh, (laughs) So this month, our booze is gin. And our cocktail today is called the Aviation. It's one of these sort of classic cocktails that's been around for quite a while. And it sort of went away and came back. Um, But it has cream de violet in it, which you may remember we had a few weeks back. We included in our Black Orchid. Um, But the Aviation has gin and maraschino liqueur, which I didn't even know was a thing. Um, Cream de violet or cream yvette, which sounds kind of yummy. But we had the cream de violet, so that's why we use that. And fresh lemon juice. And so let's try this sucker. I know. Let's do. Um, by the way, for the record, I don't like typical gin because I don't like the taste of Christmas trees. But I do love Monkey 47, which is a spice gin. And you don't get the chis- Christmas tree flavor with it. Well, I got the Monkey 47. And I think this tastes like lotion. <laughs> I don't like it very much. And now I'm going to be drinking two of them. So we'll just see what happens. Okay. So far, I don't like gin very much at all. Uh-oh. I think it doesn't taste good. But I will say that when I was at the liquor store buying the Monkey 47, I also bought the aviation gin that Ryan Reynolds makes because hashtag Ryan Reynolds is hot. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, if you're listening, you'd be welcome as a guest on our show. Once we break open the aviation gin, maybe we can all have a talk. Yes, yes, please do. And please talk Deadpool because or amazingness. whatever. Like you could talk Pikachu. I don't even care. You know what? You could read the fucking phone book and I'd be good with that. Yeah, you're so fun. You can come to my house. You can sit with us. We got I've got plenty of room in the room here. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of space. You you will be stared at. Just be aware. Yeah, and the cat stares at people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cat. It's totally the That's cat. That's what it would be. It would be the cat. Anyway, um, so this cocktail, it shows on the liquor.com website where we got the recipe. It shows this lovely purple color. And for some reason, mine didn't turn out nearly as purple as that. Now, the cherry that I used is a yellow cherry. And I don't think that has anything to do with it. But when you see the pictures on our website, you'll know. Yeah. And, you know, I wonder if it is a matter. The creme de violet I have... I can't remember the name of it. I really need to look this stuff up before we um, air or before we record. But it's a very, very purple creme de violet. Um, and the maraschino I got was, I believe, Licardo. Uh, yeah, which is, does it have like straw around it? It's a cute yes, bottle. That's why yes. I got that one. Oh, exactly. Yes. So I, I want to put a candle in it. I was swayed it. by the bottle on that one. There was another one that was like $2 cheaper. And I'm like, no, but this bottle's cooler. <laughs> There you go. You know, you get what I you pay judge, for, though. 
I judge by the package. I do. And like, if I could pick a cool bottle over a lame bottle and there's very little difference in the price, I'll go cool bottle over lame bottle every time. Because uh, what I've learned getting older is that if they care enough to spend the money on the packaging, they know it's because you want the product because you know it drives the price up if they package it pretty, but it must still be worth it. And I think nine times out of 10, it is kind of like Tiffany has their patented Tiffany blue. And you know, if it comes in that blue box, it's going to be phenomenal. It's interesting coming from you. Touche. That you say you get what you pay for. Yes. Um, I acknowledge that completely because I usually don't Since, like to pay for uh, shit. <laughs> No, I mean, you and I have many discussions wherein I say to you, you know, those shoes are super ugly. And you say, yeah, but they were only $30. And I'm like, they look like they were $30. <laughs> so I, I I feel like this is this is part of, you know, this can go perfectly well with exactly what we were going to talk about. Indeed. Indeed. Oh, which we should make. Indeed, another drinking word, because I notice I use it a lot. You do. You use it a lot. You say indeed. You even text indeed a lot. Like, I think if you went back through our text conversations, you would see just indeed all over the place. Yeah. that's. I'm sure there's medication for that, but I don't want it. <laughs> Why? Because it costs money. <laughs> Fair point. That was way funnier than it should have been. Uh, no, which harkens back to our previous episode. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. But no, it's it's well earned. So I do. anyway. Ugh, this uh, tastes terrible. <laughs> I like it. It tastes like perfumey. But yeah, in a good way. You know, Kitty Dukakis kind of perfumey thing. <laughs> Ooh, I almost made her spit take. <laughs> That's a name I haven't heard in years. Okay. For those of you who are way too young, I'm pretty sure Kitty Dukakis is the one who, during the presidential race, when her husband, Mike Dukakis, was running, I'm pretty sure it was Kitty Dukakis who sprayed her face full of hairspray and ended up having to go to the Betty Ford Center. (laughs) I don't remember Remember? that. She drank hairspray. Now I have to look it up. Yeah, please do, because I am, uh, I'm intrigued. Kitty Dukakis says she drank hairspray and aftershave. Oh, wow. So she could get drunk. That's really sad. To induce oblivion and fight depression. Wow. Wow. I think we're hearkening back now to the Exus episode. We're doing a lot of retroactive shit here today. (laughs) Well, you know, it's all about (laughs) self-care. That's right. And why we should... Caring for yourself by drinking hairspray... And stuff is probably not the good way to go. Yeah, let's talk about healthy self-care. I think let's do. Now we've given the examples of what not to do. (laughs) That's right. Uh, So, so. what do you define as, like, how do you, in your day-to-day life, what is the thing that you make sure you do every day that takes care of you? I get... Alone time. Now, in my case, that means I get up at 530 um, to get ready for work. But in the hour I have before everyone else gets up, I'm not only, you know, doing my morning stuff to get ready for work, but I'm also (laughs) 
I'm sorry. I'm loving your face while you take sips. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I suggested gin. This is all on me. Um, but I got to do this for a month. I know. <laughs> I promise next week's will be better. Um, but what I do in, in that morning, I'm watching frou-frou stuff on YouTube. Like um, Tuesday through Friday, I watch, I catch up on Stephen Colbert and Seth Meyers and Trevor Noah and Samantha B. Those are my go-tos. I spend an hour watching them while I get ready. I pop myself a, a can of the V8 energy drink and I have my Oikios triple zero yogurt and I throw some Schnucks protein cereal on top of it for the extra protein. And I just enjoy very slowly getting ready in the morning and waking up and getting myself together. I thrive on that meantime. Now this goes back many, many years because I've, I first started getting this me time when I became a single mother, when mm. Nina was three, and uh, when we moved into the apartment. Now, funny story, if you don't mind me digressing a bit. No, you said digress. Because I digress. Oh, um, I'm so, going to put that bingo sheet up on the website, by the way, you guys. Awesome. You drink. Um Speaking of drink, I took a sip. Uh, when it was just me and Nina... And I had to get used to the me time all over again uh, and redefine the me time since um, DB was no longer in the picture. So we're, we're living right in the- there. That's self-care. <laughs> you know what? It seriously is. Getting divorced was a tremendous amount of self-care because I didn't live on eggshells anymore. And it made a yeah. huge amount of difference in my outlook on life. Um but uh, I started getting up earlier and earlier in the morning so I could have me time before Nina woke up. The only problem was Nina was a very clingy child. Oh, uh, <laughs> I remember this. Ida, and she um, would get up earlier and earlier to spend time with me in the morning because she wanted all the time she wanted, which I get. I mean, especially, you know, fresh off the divorce, all kinds of stuff was changing. She wanted mom for that stability totally understand and get it but mommy needed coffee before mommy could deal with nina now about the same time this was going on the school was discussing good touch versus bad touch and they had the bad touch bear come in and show what bad touch was and teach kids what to do in case someone did a bad touch pedo bear is such a fun guy no kidding So one morning, I, I, I get up at 5 a.m. because I'm up to 5 a.m. I kept sitting an extra 15 minutes over and over trying to, un, you know, under sleeper. She kept waking up and I had just hit the on button on my coffee. And then she comes and I'm getting cranky because I haven't had my me time yet. So I'm starting to crank up and I, I like snip at her really badly. I don't remember what I said, um, but she... Um, conflated the two things because uh, we had a trigger. I'm like, if, if I ever get too snippy in the morning, say, Mama, chill out. And that'll remind me to calm down and not yell at you. And um, she's like, okay, well, she got that conflated with what Pedo Bear is teaching. <laughs> <laughs> so I sniped. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I sniped at her at five in the morning and she throws herself on her back in the kitchen floor, starts swinging her arms and legs in the air, just like a little spider trapped on its back, like flailing and starts yelling, <laughs> starts yelling, bad touch, call the police, bad touch, call the police. And I'm like, oh, shit, I hope the neighbors don't wake up oh, or, I'm going, 
or I'm going to jail today. So did yeah. Did they call the police? <laughs> Remarkably, we did not wake them up, but um, we made a subsequent deal that she stays in bed until 6 a.m. And then mommy can have her coffee and not be grouchy. But it's a silly thing because especially when you're a mom, I think you want to give everything you possibly can to your kid at every time. And or when you're an aunt or when you just have a kid you just love, you want to give everything to that kid all the time and make them the center of the world. But sometimes you can't. Because yeah. like they say on an airplane, when the airbag comes down, you put it on yourself before you put it on Absolutely. someone else. That's the ultimate in self-care. That's a perfect analogy. Holy shit. I'm really so, good at analogies. That's a really good one. Thank I never you. even thought of that. That was that was brilliant. Oh, thank you. Because if you pass out, you've done no one any good. But if you get yours Absolutely. on first, you can get it on your kid. So. Absolutely. For me, it's not morning well like when when Millie and I were alone after I left sick um so Millie and I have always since she was an infant even when I was with stick we had a morning routine and Millie I don't know if we've talked about this or not Millie's adopted and she was born testing positive for both meth and marijuana so she has some sort of special needs related to that in addition to special needs around other things. Um, So we had a very set schedule because keeping on a very set schedule has always worked really, really well for her. And so our mornings were always kind of defined by her schedule. And most of our days were too, like on the weekends and stuff, we kept to whatever the daycare schedule was because first of all, they were completely awesome. And that also meant I got a two hour nap in the middle of the day. So whatever. Sweet. Right. But in the morning, um, either stick would get up and bring her to me or I would get up and bring her in stick would bring me a diet Coke or a coffee or whatever. And we would sit, she would have her bottle, which was either, when she was little, when she was tiny, would have formula, or when she was a little bit older, would have just milk. And she would watch whatever it was that she was into right then, whether it was the Wiggles or the Backyardigans or whatever. I was actually kind of into the Backyardigans. They were pretty cool. Backyardigans (laughs) are the shit. Like, as far as kid shows go, I will watch Backyardigans all day, every day, versus, like, Baby Einsteins, because, oh, my God, I hated the Baby Einsteins. Really? Yes, they were horrible. Oh, the little Einsteins. Baby oh, little Einstein, Einstein. like the just the colors and stuff. That was awesome because you could just like sit there and zone out. But the the little Einsteins that went on their rocket ship bullshit things, they couldn't sing. They were out of oh. tune. It was horrible. I hated we're that. On, we're going yeah, on a trip. Don't, don't, don't sing it. I've stopped. But once she got into the backyard again, it was a totally different story. Because first of all, those kids could sing in tune. Mm. Stories were interesting. Um, I totally dug the backyardigans. They were awesome. So when we got into the backyardigans, we would just sit and watch backyardigans and that would be what we would do. And then we would take her to school. Now, tick, tick, <laughs> his name should He's, be tick. He sucked the life out of you. Totally he did. Works. So he could be tick. Stick <laughs> usually took her to daycare because he left for work earlier than I did. Um, So he would take her to daycare and I would pick her up. No big deal. Uh, 
But then, of course, he got fired. Totally different story. That happens a lot. <laughs> it happens a hell of a lot. A lot, right? And he's okay. not figured out the common denominator is him. What? Can't be. Oh, he's yeah. awesome. So it he can't is. be him. Touche. Okay, completely unrelated. <laughs> We're not going to go there today. We'll go there another day, I promise. But today, <laughs> I'm going there. Um, so he would take her to daycare. And then after that, I would turn on the Today Show. And I would watch the Today Show for a little while. And drink whatever it was I was drinking, coffee or Diet Coke. Until it was time for me to get up and get ready for work. So the Today Show kind of became my morning self-care. I loved my mornings with Millie. But I would have to make changes to that. Now, when Millie got a little bit a little bit older, the funny thing was she still we still did that up until literally up until we moved to Texas and she was 12. Wow. Not necessarily with her having milk or anything like that, but she would still get up and come in my room and we would sit and we would watch whatever it was we were watching today's show or whatever. And I would drink coffee and she would just sit and watch until I'd say, okay, go get ready for school. And she'd go get ready. And then we'd go. So now she decided now that she's 13, cause she's a teenager and that's oh. what teenagers do. She says she wants to sleep a little bit later rather than have cuddle time in the morning, which whatever. I don't, that's fine. It's completely fine. <laughs> we still get up and have coffee. In fact, T and I have moved our coffee maker into our bedroom. We have Good like plan. a little on, you know, like alcove in our bedroom that we like set up. We have a little refrigerator, like a, like a dorm refrigerator, like one of the tall dorm refrigerators that we keep our creamer in. We have the coffee maker set up on top of it and we keep a few cups in there and we seriously just get up, make the coffee, sit in bed, watch the Today Show. Millie will come in. We'll watch usually the local news. Millie comes in says, good morning. Can I stay home? And I'm like, no. And she says, all right. And then she goes and gets ready for school. <laughs> and and the only reason she asks to stay home is because she's been having tick attacks in the night where she Aww. has like all these ticks that happen. And she'll have 10 or 12 tick attacks that'll keep her up for half an hour or so Aww, where she's like she thrashing around in the night. We're working on getting her medication fixed. Anyway, that's not about my self-care, but what it all comes down to is that at the end, I get up, I take her to school, and then I come back, and I take that 20 minutes or whatever. I come back, I drop her off at school, I come back home, I will sit, and I will watch the Today Show and finish my coffee by myself. T has already gone to work, whether it's driving into the office or working from home that day. And I will sit and I will sit for 20, 30 minutes before I have to go to work. And I will watch the Today Show, drink my coffee, figure out what I'm going to do for the day. That's my morning. That's very cool. That is very cool. Go you. I know, right? Oh, you know, it's fun. wonder why self-care for us in involves just alone time you know I think for I think that's just the personalities we have because different people have different personalities and different needs because like I have friends who very much thrive on being around other people all the time and that's how they feel good 
and that's awesome. Um, that's not how everybody feels good and that's okay. And my gosh, I feel so bad for picking gin right now because every time you take a sip, (laughs) at least it doesn't taste like Christmas trees though, right? No, it tastes like soap. (laughs) I consider that a step up. Do you? That's sadly I do. (laughs) In the spirit of that and in the spirit of self-care, I actually went to the spa today. And the, I did a facial and things like that. I look beautiful. Oh. I? See my hair? My hair looks good. Your hair looks phenomenal. Uh, yeah, it looks amazing. Loving it. I look so good right now. You literally look so good right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say is, you were talking about gin tasting like Christmas trees, and I said soap. This actually tastes like the crap she put on my face. Like... <laughs> You put this stuff on my face and the way it smelled, I was like, oh, that smells really nice. This tastes like the way that smelled. And for a smell, it was lovely. For a taste, not so good. Oh, no. Tastes like, it tastes like after, if you like brush your teeth and then drink orange juice. Oh, see, I don't, I'm not getting that background scent. I'm getting much more of a, I don't know. I don't, I can't think of a better way to describe it than perfume. But how you think perfume would taste as opposed to how it does taste. Well, we'll see. And don't ask me why I know why what perfume tastes like. It's okay, Katie Dukakis. I know. I understand. <laughs> I was like seven at the time. I just thought it smells like roses. Roses must be sweet. Anyway. Oh, man. I remember one time I took all mom's perfumes and I mixed them together into what I thought would be the super uber perfume. And then I drank it. And I'm like, oh, that tastes very did bad. You get, did you get like completely hammered? Um, Again, I was like seven or eight. So I don't think I did. And I didn't drink the whole thing. I just took a sip and went, what? That's supposed to taste good. This tastes horrible. <laughs> okay. So I was back to self-care. What were you going to say about my thing that you were yeah so go, going to the spa today was a huge example of self-care it's important and so is spendy and i don't normally do that kind of thing mostly because we can't afford it because spendy but i got a bonus at work which i worked really fucking hard for also i, I believe um, through my work we get rsus which is restricted stock units and I had some that vested this past week, and I sold them. Mm-hmm. And so bonus hit this week, and RSUs hit this week. And I'm like, I deserve something nice. So I took me and T to the spa. And we nice. both had a facial and a massage. And T was like, this is really fun. I totally like this. I'm like, yeah, that's why. So I figured it's important for him to understand. And he he has done things like that before. T comes from a family where his mother was very proactive about showing people, uh, about showing him exactly what's involved and things like that. Good. Anyway, so T's um, mom was very proactive about, she had been a model in New York. She was lovely. And so she was very proactive about teaching her kids about skincare and all of that kind of stuff. So when T found out about salons and spas and things like that, he was very proactive about making sure that I got to go to them. 
That's awesome. Right? <laughs> Win. <laughs> so he has sent me to them before and he's gone to them before. He's not afraid to try stuff like that. And like, we, we will go up. There's a place not too far from our house where we go and we'll get pedicures from time to time. And um, he appreciates what it does for his feet. It makes him feel better. And so. Awesome. That's very awesome. You should make John the Brit go. That would be, I, I'd have to find a way to sneak liquor into his uh, daily life. They have to, free liquor at that, at this place. Yeah, but he doesn't drink. I'd have to sneak it in and uh, get him really drunk and agree, wait, uh, wait. malleable to anything. Isn't, <laughs> isn't marijuana legal in St. Louis now? It is, um, you know, legal for medical purposes in Missouri now. Yes. Only I voted. I voted for that constitutional amendment. Thank Good. you very much. Because voting is important. Everyone vote. Is, if you don't vote, you don't get to complain. That's 100% my philosophy. Yes, indeed. I will give my husband a pass on that since he's legally not able to vote in this country. But otherwise, if you legally Wait, able to vote. He's actually not? No, because he's in citizenship. Oh, no, he just did permanent residency. Oh, okay. Part of his self-care is remaining a UK citizen. Well, good for him. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. I think that's fine. Whatever you, whatever self-care works for you. It doesn't have to be spending money at the salon or going for, you know, whatever it is that appeals to me doesn't necessarily appeal to you. That's right. Part of what I did for John the Brit's self-care um, for our anniversary, because we just had our 14th anniversary. Yes, you did. That was so uh, cute. Your pictures were so nice on Facebook. I love them. I know, because I have a picture of him saying his personalized vow to Nina. I know. I have a picture of T saying his personalized vow to Millie. I know, because we we did so much better the second time. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it would have been hard to do worse, right? Touche. The bar was very low. Um, yeah, that's nice. Set the bar low early, and it's easy to succeed afterwards. That's my. That's right. And in my case, the bar could be any bar in the neighborhood. <laughs> Never mind. But I digress. Um, drink on that one. Drink on that one. Um, but uh, yeah, so for him, because I knew he would never do it himself, and I know he's been very stressed out lately, and his, he's having some health issues, and he's just not very good at taking care of himself either. Um, so I bought him an Xbox oh, for our anniversary. That's awesome. Did he love it? Was he so surprised? He was very surprised, and he loves it, and he's actually hooking it up. And so we, because part of his, his self-care is he wants to game with me. So um, we're going to set that up, and we're going to do some gaming together. What games do you guys like? Neverwinter. Neverwinter's super fun. Oh, my gosh. It Love me some Neverwinter. And I have to say, have you tried Terra? We have not yet, no. Terra's so good. I love it. Um, Every night before bed, another thing we do is we watch um, various videos, including like Sir Sick, um, who is hilarious on YouTube. And uh, when idiots L play games. Millie, Millie really likes Sir Sick. Sir Sick kicks butt. I'm so pleased to hear that Millie watches him yeah. because he's yeah. amazing. Um, David Dobrik uh, is her favorite right now. And Shane, of course. Of course. But, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, we watch, uh, we also watch when idiots play games and they've been doing a lot of red dead redemption. So that's another game we're going to start playing. Yeah. That looks kind of fun. I'm really into tarot right now. I like it because most like 99% of it can be played alone. And I'm pretty much, that's one of my self care things is mm. like on the weekends, <sighs> Millie's a pain in the ass. So <laughs> I love oh. Millie so much and I love hanging out with her, but there are times when mommy just wants to be by herself and do her thing. So mommy has two things. Mommy watches the magicians <laughs> on Wednesdays, which <gasps> did you die? I died. Finale, the season finale. Oh my God. Mommy closes the door and nobody bothers mommy during that time. That is it. You do not come in the room. You do not talk to me. You do not go to the bathroom. You do not walk in front of the television. You don't knock on the door. Nothing. Mm. Don't even think about it. Yes. That is one piece. That's one of my self-care. Awesome. But on the weekends, a lot of times we'll get up in the morning and T will actually get up and make my coffee, hand it over to me. Or I'll get up and make coffee for him. You always, you're very good. One thing on self-care you've taken very much care with is to always marry someone who brings you a morning drink. It's important. That's (laughs) so important. You know what? Whether I bring it to them or they bring it to me, I think that's something that's important is that, that morning delivery. I think that's, it's just kindness. Yes. In a cup. And, and honest to God, even Stick was amazing about that. He always did that because he knew that that was important to me. And that's uh, that's one thing he definitely got right. He he was not a bad person. He's not a bad person. And no. there's nothing. I I don't regret my relationship with him. Oh no, he's just oblivious. He has some real issues and for the longest time he he just really I feel I pity him now mm-hmm. because he can't figure it out and and he started out with so much possibility and potential and he just can't move past I think it's entitlement for him you I know, agree his, his dad did amazing things his dad did amazing things and his mom played second fiddle the whole time. And because of that, he feels as though he's entitled to have whomever is part of his life play this sort of second fiddle to him forever. But he hasn't earned that. And, you know, that's that's really sad. It's You should recognize things change, people change, and maybe his mom really thrived in that supportive role. In which his case, mom did thrive in that role. She always felt, I don't think his mom had any self-care ever mm-hmm. because she felt not worthy of, of her situation. She never went to college despite the fact that his dad had not only a college degree but also a doctorate and was a Fulbright scholar. Wow. That's yeah, astounding. He did amazing things. And then they went together and did amazing things. But he got all the credit despite the fact that she did amazing things too. Now she does in the world have a scholarship fund named after her. Oh, good. 
Good. Because they worked together to sort of found this college that is now a university. But it was one bill. It wasn't even a building before they started it. Like they were part of, he was hired to start this college. I mean, it's an incredible story. And the things that they did are incredible. But she never felt like she was worthy. Wow. Because he had all these degrees and had all of this, you know, recognition. And she never felt like she was worthy of that recognition. Wow. That's Despite sad. the fact that she basically did everything he did backwards and in heels. Yeah. She was totally ginger rogering that thing. She was a hundred million ginger rogers. Um, so that makes me think of, and I hope you don't mind me just spurring off. Oh, that's good. Oh, it's fuck. That's what we do, isn't it? That's the definition of the show. That's how um, we That's right. So my dad, my dad was very, very progressive for his time period. Good but nice. my dad was fucking adorable. Um, but he did still, the first time mom went out and got a full-time job, she had several jobs when my siblings were born, but she would have to quit every time she was visibly pregnant. But my mom's self-care was working. I mean, she, she bucked her own mother. Her own mother told her she didn't need to get a degree. She just needed to get a husband. But mom still, yeah, that's grandma. But There's mom's, still people in the world who think that. And There's that, still people in the United States who think that way. I, I got that puberty speech. Did I tell you the puberty speech yeah, my grandma gave all grandma. of us? So that doesn't even count. That doesn't count. Same my person. grandma's. Same yeah. person. Same person. Um, she gave all of us girls the puberty speech. Why don't you just get married out of high school? Your mother was horrible for teaching you bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, but mom did a lot of self-care because once she graduated from high school, she went out and got a Votech degree um, in business because she wanted to do more. Uh, and she moved out, moved into the Y, got a degree, got a job. Um, uh, but then, then she married dad. And every time um, she got pregnant, she'd work until she was visibly pregnant. Then she'd quit again and then come back because the attorney she worked for completely adored her and had her come back every time because he said she was the only one who got everything right because my mom duh. was fucking smart. Because, duh. I know. If it hadn't been I 19... for kids. Hello. Yeah. If mom hadn't, you know, if this weren't in the 50s, mom would have been an attorney herself because she was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but she, uh, she, when I finally, because I was the late in life child, I was the oh shit baby. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, yay, I'm we've got this. Baby. Shit baby. I still kind of am. Yeah. You know, my, my, technically all my siblings could retire. Whoa. Yeah, I was the definite, oh, wow, that's weird. I feel a little sick to my stomach and, oh, shit, that's me. Um, but uh, one quick thought, AARP are completely relentless. Like when you can join AARP, they will bully you into joining and then they send you shit every week. Okay. When, is, when is the date for that, 50? 50. That's young. Yeah, that's well. T joined it this year, and because T joined, he joined for me. <gasps> yeah, he joined for me. Like, he put me on it, and so, like, technically, I'm an AARP member, even though I'm not quite 50. Wow. Yeah. That's scary as shit. Yeah, well, your husband could join, and he could join you up because you're married to him. But oh, AARP sends you stuff 
all the time. Like you'll get a magazine every week, like a magazine every month. And then you get like a newsletter every month. So you get two things every month plus all kinds of solicitations. I'm like, AARP, where do you get all your money? What the fuck? Okay. Moving right along. Sorry. I didn't mean to derail. Talk about your mom. No, that's okay. No, so a lot of her self-care was working. My mom was a happier person when she was working. She was made to be a working mother. Just period. And yeah. when I hit I second, too. yeah, I know I, I could can't not. be. A, I can't be a stay-at-home mom. Nope. I couldn't. I totally respect people who can because absolutely good for you. I know because holy crap, there's no way in hell I could do it. Nope. I am I, not I'm, up for that. I took 10 weeks. I could only take two weeks off when Nina was born because I needed to get back to work because we had no money. Um, yeah, because DB didn't have a good job. Touche. Um, but when AJ was born, I took 10 weeks off. By the end of it, I was climbing up the fucking walls. Um, and mom, so mom, when I was in second grade, she went back to work full time. And um, wow. she was so happy. I mean, she was just like, okay, here we go. I am in my element. And I was so happy for her. And that taught me a lot as a child that I'm like, okay, so if that's what's make, if that's what makes you happy, that's what you do. Yeah. Uh, But I, I do remember dad going, don't forget where your first job is. And then she got her first couple paychecks and he goes, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's your first job. (laughs) So, so I was very lucky to have a dad who was very much like, you go, girl. You can do anything that men can do. Fucking go do yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I kind of had that, too. I mean, in some ways. My mom, her job. So my mom helped put my dad through grad school. They had both gone to school. They met because they were both teachers. My dad was turning over his class, basically. He had created this curriculum for a class, and my mom was taking that over and he was moving to a, another school. So oh. my mom was taking over this curriculum. My dad had actually was moving to a boarding school where he was going to teach. And so he was helping my mom get up to speed on what this curriculum was and all this stuff. So that's how they met. Aww. And um, so they both had college degrees. Later on, when he decided to go to grad school and get a degree in what he ended up doing, which I don't know if we've talked about that. I may not want to. No. So when he went on to do that, she basically worked the whole time and put him through school. He worked part time doing that, but he also took care of me. Like They Aww. had just had me. So in many ways, that's how I bonded to him so strongly and my sister bonded to my mom because after my dad after my dad finished school and they finally started you know he started doing things in his degree for his uh, graduate degree they moved to Tulsa then they moved to Seattle Uh, my sister was born in Tulsa and so my mom was then not working and they had decided that she would just stay home with the kids And she was fine with that because as an artist, she decided that that's what she wanted to do. She would stay home with the kids. She would be an artist. That's what, that would be her job. Hmm. So that's just kind of where she went. Now I think she's regretting that because, Hmm. you know, he did pay social security for her 
while he was working, like they were prescient enough to think about that. I want to say quickly, even though I don't like this cocktail, I've drunk enough of it that I'm a little tipsy. I am too. It is a very potent one, isn't it? It still tastes like lotion. (laughs) I think I'm enjoying it more than you are. Yeah, but I'm drunk enough that I don't care anymore. Oh, there you go. You know, that's the law of diminishing returns. Yes. Anyway, so my mom stopped working and stayed home with us. Stayed home with us, I say with air quotes. Because (laughs) she, um, she was a really good mom when we were kids. She cooked all of our dinners. We ate at home, like, almost every night. She was very into like natural foods. Like I remember eating carob chips, carob instead of chocolate. I did too. Yes. My mom did that too. It was nasty. It's the same. No, it's not the same. No. It's just better for you because it's gross. Yeah. Gross stuff is always better for you. Right. Like Brussels sprouts. Except (laughs) I actually like Brussels sprouts. I actually like Brussels sprouts too. Yeah. Sometimes I do. Man, I've been, I've gotten fucked up on this gin. Monkey 47. (laughs) We should say that at this point we have zero sponsors. So whatever we're like giving shout outs to, it's just because we like it. It's not because they're sponsoring us. Exactly. If we get sponsored, we will absolutely let you know. We'll be like, hello, this is our sponsor. (laughs) But right now, we don't have any sponsors. No, everything you hear is totally, I fucking love this. We love this. It's so good. Right now, I will say Monkey 47, meh. Whereas I'm all Monkey 47, fuck yes. It's just gin. Like, gin is gross. I don't like gin. You know, it doesn't taste like Christmas trees, though. And most of, the, most of the time it tastes like Christmas trees. But in this case, Monkey 47, if you're listening, you're beautiful. I love you. I would marry you if I weren't already married. She would. I would. But, you know, if you want to sponsor us, I will. I will sing your fucking praises. And that's a little bit of self-care right there. Monkey 47. Mm. That's a thing that I do for self-care is every night. Okay. So we just moved to Texas last year. Mm. Um, you just moved to Missouri last year, right? Um, officially in 2017. Like your family just moved to Missouri last year. The family go- all got there in 2017. Okay. Because I, I halfway, I put one foot in Missouri in 2016. So we, you moved to Missouri in 2017. We moved to Texas in 2018. As far as self-care goes, the one thing that I have started since we moved here is we do evening cocktails. And I love it because we have a pool because, hello, we live in Texas. It's summer 90% of the year. (laughs) We should actually be able to start using our pool later. Like, I think they said April 27th is pool opening day. Nice. So that's next week. (laughs) Nice, nice. Our pool opens May 15th because I'm in Missouri, so we can't be as open as often as Jillian can. But I always hated the idea of pools until I owned one. And all of a sudden, I never want to not own a pool now. Right? I heard everybody was like, oh, pools suck. They're terrible. I'm like, nope. 
Even our pool guy said it's a money you throw. It's a hole you throw money into. But I'm like, you know what? No, I love it. And what I love, another great self-care moment. A lot of times, John the Brit will keep AJ distracted so I can go into the pool alone. Because I swim laps. I sit and relax. I'm doing that shit. Today, we went to Sam's Club, and I bought a thing that's basically a pool noodle with a seat in it. I've seen that online. I saw pictures of that. I now have one, and it is the first thing I'm going to do when we open the pool. So I'll tell you a secret. Mm -hmm. I work from home. I've probably mentioned that. Maybe not. I think a timer's 16. (laughs) I work from home and it's amazing. But one of my favorite things about it is, especially, this is bad, especially when tea is out for the day, I love to just like go put on my bathing suit. And I actually have a bikini because, hello, I lost a whole bunch of weight. I want to look like kind of awesome. But even besides that, I will go put on my bathing suit, whatever bathing suit is not wet i'll go put on my bathing suit and if i need like a 15 minute break i'll just go lay in the pool in the pool for 15 minutes and then i'll just get up put my clothes back on come back to work it's the best fucking thing ever that's phenomenal yeah it is you know another thing uh, my office is done they they've recently done a dress for your day policy so i wear your bathing suit <laughs> Uh, they don't let us go that far, and no one wants to see that. Um, but, Which is but so cute. I am very cute now, got to say. Um, but I can wear jeans to work 90% of the time. It's awesome. I know. It's great. But they've also instituted a policy of uh, a, basically a flex time where I could technically go in at 6 a.m. and work till 3 and come home. Can you work from home? I can work from home like one day a week or if I want to, and this is something I actually am going to do. If um, one week a month, I want to work from an alternate location. I can, that can be from home or my house or your house or my mom's house. house. I know. Which by the way, I looked up, I have enough American airlines points because I travel enough for work that I can come to Dallas Fort Worth airport. For free via American Airlines. I'll tell you a secret. I looked up, I have enough American Airlines points because I use an American Airlines credit card that I can come to St. Louis for free. (laughs) So let's do this. You should, first of all, you need to get an American Airlines credit card so you can start using that. Get points on that because I can get to Dallas Fort Worth Airport in like two turns. It's seriously, I like go to the end of the street. I turn right, and then I turn left, and then I'm at the airport. Not even kidding. It's the best thing ever. So you could come, and then I could come there. Awesome. Now, I'm half an hour from the airport because part of my self-care is growing up on a farm. There's no fucking way I could live in the heart of any city. So live in the heart of a city. You don't, but... um, I mean, there's shit by my house, though. Like, I don't live in the middle of nowhere. Your house is isolated enough in your little subdivision, but yet you're three minutes and you're everywhere you need to be. You're in, like, the sweet spot. the best guacamole in Dallas. Holy shit. 
It totally is. It was voted that way. It's not just us. It's the entire city of Dallas. They voted for it. Best guacamole in Dallas. Hello. Um, But I'm half an hour from the airport, but um, I'm out in the burbs on a street that you have to know where it is to get to it because it there's a dead end half a block from our house. See, ours is like there's one way into our subdivision and one way out. That's it. There's just that, one entrance. And that's, that's kind of nice. I mean, technically there's two, but the other entrance is through the other subdivision, which is like next to us. Yeah. So really in our subdivision, there's only one way in or out. Okay. So let's talk about self-care a little bit more. Yeah, because we di- digressed horrifically. We have digressed a lot. I do want to talk about why it's important to have self-time. I think it's important that every person, and I, I'll go out on a limb and say especially women. But I think it's fair. We have different pressures that men do. We do. But I think that especially women need to have a time where you don't have a, Go ahead. Women and minorities. Well, this is different. This is, okay. I don't think this is what you think you're going to say. Okay. So sorry. I think it's especially important for women to have a period of time where you don't live with a roommate, you don't live with a spouse, you don't live with a friend, you don't live with anybody. I think it's important to have a period in your life where you live by yourself so you can get to know yourself. No. Because... I think I had, I had four years, Hmm. maybe, maybe four years. I don't know. It was, it was a long time. I had a couple of years to four, two to four years. We'll say I'm a little smashed. So I don't know for sure how many years (laughs) it was right now, but I lived in, remember that awesome apartment in that little capital city we lived in. I was just beautiful in that house that was split into like four pieces. Yeah, that... I had this beautiful fourplex that I lived in. I had arched doorways. I had French doors out onto my screen porch. It was a, an amazing apartment. Oh. But I lived there by myself. It was Me, so beautiful. My cat, my little cat Sagan. He was such a beautiful boy. But it was just me. And I learned so much about myself and what it was that I wanted for myself and needed for myself. I learned what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. And I really learned about myself how to be in the world and what was okay. And yeah, at that time, I was like, I really want to get married. And I believe that Probably some of my marrying stick came from the time there where I felt like, A, nobody was ever going to want to marry me. B, my sister was getting married and I felt like I needed to. Uh, Things that contributed to my marriage to stick. But I will say that I am a strong believer that every relationship you're ever in, every situation you ever go through brings you to who you are today. And if you like who you are today, then it was a positive experience. And I like Sam today. You are fucking phenomenal. Yes, I am. You have been for the whole nearly 25 years I've known you, though. But at least you believe it now, which is good. I do believe it. I do believe that there's a lot of merit in who I am. 
I will, you know, based on that, I think one of my biggest regrets is the short period of time I lived by myself because, you know, I went from living with family to having a roommate to living in a sorority house to having a roommate to living by myself for a very short period to then having a husband and that did not work out um, and all this stuff. I really wish I'd had more. My only regret in life is I really wish I'd had more alone time to really figure out what it was. I think it's really important to have that time to learn who you are and what's what you want. Agreed. Agreed. And one thing I'm very happy like about my, my daughter Nina is she did have some alone time in her dorm because I I think, I think she's with the person she's going to end up with because I think she's, I think you're right. I and I think, I think both Nina and what shall we call him? Benny. Benny. Let's go with Benny. Call him Benny. And the Jets. Right. Exactly. That's exactly where I was going. I think I thought it was. Nina and Benny, I think, are amazing. And I haven't met Benny yet, but from everything I've seen about him and everything I've heard about him, he seems like a wonderful person. And I'm really happy for Nina. I know. I, 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 feel very, I feel very protective of her. Oh, yeah. I remember your wedding trip to Las Vegas. Oh. And you were totally overwhelmed because you were like a bundle of nerves. Because hello, wedding. And you're I, walking up to Nina and you're like, hey, Nina, here's 47 choices. Which one do you choose? And I'm like, dude, you can't do that. You have to give her two. <laughs> Nina, which one do you choose? This one or this one? So I kind of <laughs> took over Nina for a little while. And I greatly appreciate that because I was overwhelmed. <laughs> it worked out really well. But when I explained to you my philosophy on Nina, you were like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes total sense. <laughs> you and John the Brit have both been such wonderfully leveling experiences on my uh, or leveling influences there's the word I meant to say on my overwhelmedness and I cannot thank either of you enough for that thank you (laughs) you know I'm really happy that John the Brit has been so positive I'm so happy that he was such a good dad for her I'm so happy that she was able to have such a great experience from him and Nina was was always such a wonderful person and has turned into such a beautiful person despite all the things she's gone through. She's Mm -hmm. been able to go, you know what? This happened to me. This happened to me. This happened to me. And that doesn't define who I am as a person. Who I am as a person is completely separate from that. And she kind of breaks free from that sort of like, like Superman ripping open his like shirt and showing the ass underneath. That's how, that's how I picture Nina. (laughs) That's a damn good. That's how I picture Nina. I there are times when I'm like, I want to be my daughter when I grow up. I do because <laughs> she's this fucking phenomenal. So same yeah, Millie. Millie's oh. the same way. She's incredible. I'm so in <laughs> awe of her and who she is mm-hmm. and how she's managed to deal with all of this shit show that has been dealt to her so far. You know what? I think it's hilarious. And this is something since I edit the episodes, this is something I've noticed every episode. 
the more alcohol we drank, the more we talk about how fucking amazing our children are. <laughs> and, you know, that's how we really feel if we're this drunk and we're saying it. Millie, Nina, that we whole, love you. I love you, man. I love you, man. I love you, man. Nina, I love you. totally do and we think you're amazing and you just need to know that that's right always and forever <laughs> ah. oh gosh I okay. think that's the thing that's the most incredible about self-care I think the thing that's the most incredible is as you start to really look at what it is you need to be the quality person you know, yeah, it's important to spend a little time by yourself. It's important to spend a little time with your family. It's important to go shopping. Why don't you talk about shopping? Shopping? I, I'm very, very enamored with shopping. And it is You're a happy good place. At it. Actually, she's good at it. And, and, and I don't want her to be good at it because then I don't have any, she doesn't have any need for me. Oh, fuck off. I have total need for you. You're the only reason I am good at shopping now, because I'm more discerning. At least now she sends me stuff and I'm like, eh, mostly that's good. <laughs> no, thank, thanks to Jillian. I know that <clears throat> I look kick button bias cut. Yep. And wrap dresses. Yep. And wrap and that stuff. So I have parameters to work within. And that's something that gives me peace and comfort i hope that now that you have a different body though you are being very discerning in what you're buying and you're not going too far like i need tons of clothes because you don't you just need those pieces that are like landmark pieces i don't but i will admit something i did indulge in recently um, because jillian got me into an ann taylor and made me realize i could actually fit into their shit now which which is crazy. I know, which is great for business wear. I'm like, fuck yeah. Yes. I did. They had a dress sale recently. And I'm like, you know what? There are days when I wake up and I just don't feel like matching pieces. It's too much effort and I get tired. I don't understand so, what you say when you mean, what you mean when you say matching. Uh, well, you know, I like even, I, I have like skinny legged pants I have straight legged pants I have boot legged pants and I know like if I'm wearing a skinny then I can wear a boxier top if I'm wearing um straight legged I want to wear something more fitted and some days I'm just too fucking tired to think about it so I invested in three dresses from Ann Taylor Loft um one of them is a faux wrap dress or excuse me it's a full-on wrap dress because Jillian taught me I look good in wrap dresses. She does look good in wrap dresses. She's got that hourglass figure that's amazing. Thank you, Mama. Um, my mom's like the queen of hourglass figures. Um, I got a shirt dress um, that's cut above the knee, which is very atypical for me because I'm very nervous about how my legs look like. But Jillian taught me you can get something that's like an inch or two above the knee and you will still look fine. So I got a shirt dress with a with a tie around the waist, so it still yes. accentuates my waist. 
and it's slightly She's above the knee. So tiny. And I got a um. That was the third thing. There was a shirt dress. Oh yeah, there was a V-neck sleeveless dress, which I never get sleeveless. Why? Because I I'm weird about my arms. But I'm like, okay, Jillian would say that's a cute dress because it's not a wrap, but it still comes around to one side and has buttons down the end. And it's an inch a bit above the knee and it's red and it accentuates the waist. So fucking get it. So I invested in three dresses for the summer. Good for you. Those sound like good investments. I think so. I didn't send you pictures beforehand, which I acknowledge I should have. But um yeah, because I don't always have the best, but I tried to very, I put like 10 things in the cart and then weeded it down to the three that made me the happiest. And I got those three in that just safe. Good. And I considered that self-care because then some mornings I can still get up and I only have to think about one thing, but I'll still feel amazing and like I can really hit the day running. So if you come here or if I go there, what do we do to create self-care merged spa i want a hot stone massage so bad i can't I even describe that today i had that today i had a self hot stone massage and a and a beautiful facial it was lovely i'm fucking I, think jealous. I fell asleep during my facial oh you see and some people are like oh i'm missing it but no you're getting you're so relaxed you're completely enjoying it i had microdermabrasion and then i had nice I know, right? And then I had collagen. And so when she put the collagen mask on me, she's like, I'm going to go out for about 10 minutes. I think I fell asleep during that 10 minutes. It was good. You know, there's been one time in my life when my brain has ever completely shut down. And it was when you and I went to a spa in Las Vegas. I was just thinking, what if instead of us doing me going to St. Louis, you going to here. What if, like, you came here one time, and then we both went to Las Vegas? As what long if, as we like, in July, early July. What if we go to Las Vegas? You know, there's like a one week period there, which I'll explain to you later. There's some work obligations, but there's like a one week period in July that could be fucking phenomenal. Because I would kill to, I would kill to do a spa again. I'm actually planning as part of my self-care what I want to do. And I don't know if I can pull this off, but I really, really want to when I turn 50. That's far I would, away for you. It's not that far away. It's like just over three years. That's three years. It's, it's like six months for me. No fucking way. I turn 50 in December. Fuck off. Look at your face. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I could have, you know, I knew in my head intellectually that, that, that that's when your birthday was, but it didn't hit because I could just keep thinking where you're maybe a year older than me. Maybe two tops. I just feel like you're like right below, right behind me. But mm. yeah, no, I turned 50 this December. That's nuts. Uh, well, when I turn 50, I want to take everyone to a spa somewhere, whether it's in Vegas or wherever. I want to go to a spa and I want to just be fucking pampered for three or four days straight because that'll be my 
That'll be my self-care. I'm fine with that. You can I, take me. I'm not going to be like, all, oh, no, let me pay for something. I'll be like, okay. Oh, you I'll can do that. I'll take you. I'll take my phenomenal boss. I'll pick out a couple more of my absolute best Whatever, friends in the universe. In the meantime, maybe this summer, you and I fly to Vegas. What was it? Right before, actually, it turned out I was pregnant with Alan, but I didn't know it yet. I know, right? That was weird. I know. We did a girls trip to Vegas and it was so phenomenal. And one of the things we did was go to that spa and we sat there and... Model service was awesome, by the way. Oh my gosh. Okay. So do a model service again. Stop this. Start again. If anybody Uh, ever goes to Vegas and you get a chance to do bottle service... Do it because that is amazing. Bottle service is the best thing ever. And yeah, it costs a lot, but guess what? You get your own bartender, you get your own table, you get your own everything. And you could even come back the next day if you want. Yeah. And we sat and drank mojitos all night and met these met these guys who are in town to watch a fight and we're just laughing and we kept waking one of them up so he wouldn't get kicked out. <laughs> yeah. He was really fucked up. Yeah. That was weird. But that was, but the spa we went to keep coming back to that was the only time in my life I've sat down and th- tried to think about nothing was actually able to think about nothing. And I so badly want to replicate that experience. That was lovely. That was so lovely. We have yes. so many spas here in town mm. that we could do stuff like that. Awesome. So I would love if you could do a spa experience here. Like, come here, let's do a thing. And then the next time, like a couple months down the road, you and me, Vegas, let's do it. Yeah. Two jobs ago, when I was like, at the beginning, it was great. Then it got towards the end, I was stressed out all the fucking time because there was a new general counsel and everything just went completely haywire. Um, what I did was every two weeks, I got my nails done. And it's such Good. a simple thing, but it is so important. And I still um, keep in touch with the lady who did my nails because she's fucking phenomenal, too. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're superwoman how the fuck do you do all this but um uh so we're still friends because she's amazing but I would go every two weeks and I just get my nails done and it was it was one of those states where you're allowed to have alcohol while you're getting pedicures so she would like that here I love that she'd make me give it to you free yeah margaritas while you get your pedicures yeah Oh, she, she was amazing. She always knew what kind of drinks I'd like. I got like the best scrubs. I got the best nails. And like, there was one time at the old, at the job I had two years ago, people got fired all the fucking time. A lot. They did get fired a lot. And every time someone got fired, the, the new general counsel would call everyone and go, just so you know, there's no more changes. Um, we're sure this is the last change. And, you know, this would be like the third out of 25 firings. So there is always going to be more You're changes. Like, uh-huh. That's, I'm sure that's going to happen. Oh. One time I was getting my nails done and I saw his name pop up on my caller ID and I just hit ignore and I'm like, keep going, please. I just need the hand massage. I just need the hand massage right now. Cause I don't know who just got fired, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't deal with it today. What I really like is that the ha- the place right by our house does, mm. like, would you like a margarita? Would you like some wine? Would you like a beer? 
Six, please. Yes, I would. Yes, I would like some. And you can slam it. And they were like, would you like more? Yes, I would. I would like more. So despite the fact that I thought this cocktail tastes like uh, lotion, <laughs> I drank a lot of it. And apparently gin gets me fucked up. Good to know. I'm pretty fucked up. So for the next four weeks, I'm going to be fucked up. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, the longer you listen, the more entertained you will be. Yes. <laughs> oh, my. But it was, uh, but self-care is, yes, self-care is beautiful and amazing. And I even remember when I was a little kid, mom's version of self-care, I was talking about, she loves her alone time, but she also loves hugging people. That's ew. another one. As okay. opposed, so your as mom's opposed, a really good hugger. And I don't mean to say, ew, like, ew, hugging people is bad. I mean, ew, hugging people. I don't like to touch people. I don't want people to touch me for the most part, unless I touch them first. I guess it's more hugging people she loves and being Your with people she lovely. loves. Your mom is lovely. I so fucking lucked out in the mom lottery. Part of mom's self-care, I think, is legitimately taking care of other people. Does she like, does that appeal to her? Does that make her feel as though she's taking care of herself? It makes her feel fulfilled. I think that counts, though. If that makes her feel whole, yeah, I think that that's okay. Yeah. So my sister and I are going to try to spend a lot more time with her. Um, and while she dozes off, we'll take care of things around the house while she's sleeping and doesn't notice. And then if she wants to go, oh, let me buy the groceries. Okay. And then slip some money back in her purse when she's not looking. Sure. That well, kind of thing. Or just let her buy it. Or let her buy it, which is a, accepting help is part of self-care. And that's actually yeah. something I've worked with Nina that's on a hard. lot. That's hard. You need to do that better, too. Touche. Um, but that was something that was very important for us. Okay, quick, give me that look. <laughs> but that was something very important for us to have Nina learned before she went to college overseas um, that part, a huge part of self-care is knowing when to reach out for help. And the minute she proved to us, she could do that. We're like, you're ready, go. And she's done it. And I'm very Good. proud of her. That's so important. And, um, I will freely admit that's something I need to work on, but I did recently decide I'm going to schedule myself a hot stone massage. Go you. So there recently, we go. Recently, as in like within the last couple hours, as with like 10 a.m. this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a step in the right direction. Right on. And honestly, when I went out to visit Nina in the UK in November, um, it was 60% for her, but it was honestly 40% for me. I think that counts. So I think that um, totally counts. Yeah. So there we go. I think the most important thing about self-care is you have to know yourself. You have to know what's important for you. And as far as self-care goes, you have to be able to decide what's acceptable. Mm. I think so many people, especially women, are so eager to be part of something part of something 
that they will accept anything. So deciding what's acceptable and what's not acceptable is of utmost importance because that's how you decide whether or not that's how you decide whether or not the person you're with is the person you're going to stay with. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause all of for a long time, I suffered from what I like to refer to as the Claire Huxtable condi- uh, syndrome. As you know, we grew up on the Cosby show back before we realized Cosby was really fucking creepy. Yeah. Uh, Claire Huxwell was like a full-time attorney raising five kids with her doctor husband. Um, and I remember specifically one episode where she like went off for the weekend, um, like one time in the entire time it was on the, it, it had the series was airing. And I think we're, we're too, I mean, with examples like that growing up in our generation, we had a lot of, this is what you're going to do. And that's not what we can realistically do. <clears throat> we need more of those right. weekends off. I want a more weekends off in upstate New York. Like yeah. Claire. She got one the entire time that I remember. That could be different, but I'm not going to Google it right now. But, um, but I remember thinking, okay, I'm going to be an attorney, so I'm going to have to be able to do all this stuff. No, I really fucking don't have to do all that stuff. And I married a man who cooks, and that's saved our lives. Yeah, because you suck at cooking. <laughs> a little bit. So I do have something that I did want to say on the topic of self-care. I think it's important for each person to realize the thing that's important to them. Whether self-care means spending time with your family that's not part of work. Whether self-care means spending time alone that's not with your family. Whether self-care means spending time out shopping. Whether it's spending time at the library. Whatever it is. Self-care is all about whatever it means to you to spend to whatever it means to you to actually feel whole. That's what self-care is about. And so I think it's important that as we're going forward with this, as we're talking about this, that we kind of summarize and say, to me, self-care is a little bit of alone time, a little bit of family time, a little bit of shopping, a little bit of money spending, a little bit of hanging out in the pool, a little bit of spending time with friends. All of those things are self-care. I love this podcast because this is self-care to me. Oh, yes, absolutely. Because we finally are, we've been friends for years and we've been living in separate cities for years and we're finally spending couple hours a week just chatting and I miss you so much I know and finally we get to see each other face to face spend time even if it's just an hour a week spend time together yeah and I think that's self-care it is important to me because how do I live my life without you same I love you so much so for whatever your version of self-care is listener I want you to make sure that you're spending that time. Hopefully your self-care is spending time with us. Yeah. But I don't delude myself into thinking that 
were that important to you at this point. Um, they were pretty awesome. <laughs> just gotta say. We're kind of awesome. But I hope that at least now you're going to think a little bit more about what it is you spend time doing. And if you have an opportunity, like I'm very lucky, my office um, actually did a lot of personality testing for people going who want to go into leadership positions to find out what their needs are. And one of mine is I very much need my alone time. So I mean, there's no question now when at lunch hour, I shut my door and I have my peace and my alone time. They're like, well, that's part of her, what she needs to be an effective leader. And yeah. if you're lucky enough to have that kind of assessment, do it. If not, just find out what gives you peace and do it. You know what you need. Yeah. And you just have to acknowledge it. And sometimes that's really difficult because you feel that guilt about what do you mean? I don't want to be around my family. What do you mean? I don't want to hang out with my kids. Shouldn't I feel guilty about that? But you shouldn't, you should absolutely acknowledge the fact that it's okay to want to spend time alone. It's okay to want to spend time with a friend. It's okay to think to yourself, I want to watch this show by myself completely uninterrupted. Shut the fucking door and tell everybody I'm going to watch this show. If anybody bothers me, I'm going to totally own you. Leave One me of, alone. Exactly. One of the best gifts my mom ever gave us kids was working outside of the home because she was a happier person. Uh, sure. 90% of the time when she got to work outside of the home, she was happy. And that taught me if that's what makes me happy, I need to do it. Well, and honestly, my mom did too. I mean, she wasn't like a, a working mother in that same way, but she was an artist and she had a studio outside the home. She and her friends, um, she worked near them and she would paint and she would do shows and she would do things like that. And because of that, she was happy. And so whatever it takes to make yourself happy, you're going to be a better mom. You're going to be a better dad, whatever you have to do to fill the bucket that gets emptied every day by giving to your family, giving to your kids, giving to your work, giving to all of that stuff. That That's taking out of your emotional reserves. Whatever you have to do to fill that bucket back up, and it can't, it's usually not just going to be done in that 20 minutes of shower or in that half an hour that you're driving back and forth. Take the time that you need to take and fill your bucket. We have spoken. Yes. And so the end, that's what we have to say. That's right. Take care of yourselves. It's important. So thank you so much for tuning in with us today. We hope you will join us next week as in every week. If you'd like more information of this nonsense, we have a website. We have Twitter. We have um, always never right is our website alwaysneverripe.com um, and our podcast also works. We have Instagram at always never right. You can see all the pretty pictures of our boozy beverages and Twitter always never right, but no ease and never because they have the space things. Oh, speaking of beverages, I just want to say I found out there is bougie ice in St. Louis. I just have to, <gasps> there at- is 
at Ledoux Market. So I just need to go and actually go down and buy some. But I read a review of them online where they're like, it's beautiful. It's clear. It's stellar. It's <gasps> fucking amazing. I'm like, it's worth it. Anyway, okay. this has been another amazing episode of Always. Never. Right. I am Jill Farrell. And I am Gina Biggs. And we'll talk to you again next week and have lots of drunken fun. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye. Standard disclaimer. Always Never Write is in no way, shape, or form performed or produced by professional advice givers. We've just lived a lot. So if any of our life experiences prove useful, we're happy to share, especially if we can share in an entertaining way. But if you have serious problems, please see a therapist, doctor, psychiatrist, life coach, or someone who is actually trained to know what the hell they're doing when passing out advice. Also, please note that most names and the descriptions of many events have been modified to both make things more entertaining and to protect the innocent, the not-so-innocent, and the flat-out guiltiest sin assholes.